I think it's important to hear the experiences of diverse people within the queer community, regardless of the generation to which they belong. There are those whose voices are not heard as often as they should be, as it is often said that older people should move over to make room for younger generation. But I disagree. There is enough room for everyone. We must not forget we have far more freedoms today than those who forged the paths on which we now walk. Many did not live to see those freedoms for which they fought. It is worth remembering that getting older happens to us all and much sooner than we might think and would like. It is also worth noting that each generation from the queer community have stories to share, experiences which I hope we never experience. But listen to their stories we must. It is their history which gives us our victories and more importantly, the warnings. Let this open conversation cause all who listen to be thankful for freedoms won. Even if you disagree with a turn of phrase, don't let it cause you to miss the message. This is my final interview from Birmingham Pride. Hello listeners and welcome to Talk to Touch, the weekly podcast where I discuss living an LGBTQ plus life to build a strong and united community because connection starts with open conversation. I am your host, Denver Shai. I've approached a gentleman and asked to speak to him about his experience of pride. Yes, I'm calling you a gentleman. What is your name? Jim. Jim, bless him. He's been so kind. He's gone out for his cigarette and he's come back in. Now he's prepped. And I think we're all feeling it after the events of the last few hours. It's been interesting. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. my voice is gone. (laughs) (laughs) My throat is so sore. I think we all sound... I think I've swallowed about... 30 cans of Fanta this morning trying to get my throat back <laughs> um, it's like it's still as dry as a well I won't say it um, <laughs> too rude oh dear brilliant so how was your weekend how was your it's pride it's been brilliant what did you enjoy about it do you know I go to Pride all around the country and okay. I love Birmingham Pride and Brighton Pride because they're held in one place and it's really good because you can go in between everywhere and see everything Whereas London Pride and Manchester Pride, they're sort of like all bits and pieces out of the way and, you know, you've got to pay separately to go to places and all that. And it's, I think it's um, a bit outrageous, really. I think because a lot of places like Manchester now, where it used to be for um, Terence Higgins Trust and all okay. that, it's now a different cartel that's taken over, if I use the word cartel, it's taken over and they're doing it more for profit now. I think that's really bad. And I also think that uh, when people say it's... Equality. I don't believe that. I mean, that's really interesting because that's one of the things I, I wanted to be able to speak to somebody about how they feel in terms of equality for the queer community. I use the term queer. I know some people yeah. perhaps don't like that. Well, but I was I... at an age where we were all queer when we were young. Yes. That yeah. was the only word. There was no word called gay when we were young. It was queer. You were queer. That was it. And I like the way that it's been adopted, but I know some people just don't like it. But I, I like on my podcast, I do say to people, I use the term queer, and for me, that's an umbrella yeah. that covers mm-hmm. everybody. Because if you say gay, most will assume we're talking about men. Yes. But if you say queer, it's everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I was growing up, when I came out at a very young age, well, it was illegal when I came out. It was still illegal. So, yeah, I'm not old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't look old. We all look old after the last few days. I tell you what, we are um, all knackered. Of course, a lot of the clubs and everything were underground. 
back door, knocking on the door to go in, things like that. You had to watch yourself leaving these clubs as well in case there you could people were waiting for you, you know, things like that. So yeah, the queer bashing. Um, yeah, it was uh, pretty bad growing up in the, the London in the early days coming out. If I say to you, for example, what is the one memory that you have of growing up queer in London? particularly at that time, what is one of the first things that come up for you? Don't say anything, obviously, that you don't feel comfortable no, saying. I don't think I came across many confrontations because I've got two older brothers and three older sisters and growing up in an Irish family, you had to learn to fight because oh. we're all fighting each other. So I'm quite handy with my fists. <laughs> so <laughs> I've always been OK taking care of myself. That's I good. think the biggest thing was coming out to my family. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. Because that time, nowadays, I think, the woke society, it's quite trendy to be gay. You know, and a lot of people jump on the bandwagon, although they're not. Yeah. You know, uh, but they want to be seen in the crowd. Whereas those days, if you were gay, a lot of people were ostracised, kicked out, homeless, because they couldn't have one in the family. And if the society was still the same like that now, you would soon find out who really was gay and who wasn't. Yes, yeah, yeah. And you had little circles of friends then that you made for life because we're all in the same boat. And it was was hard because you had to really watch your back. How do you feel the community is in terms of unity? Do you think the queer community is divided? Do you think that we're quite strong? Do you think there's a racial division? As I said, we've all grown up being who we are and I think we've all got a unity there. Although I think recently now, there's a divide now because everyone wants to be labelled differently. I think that's a shame, personally. Absolutely. We're all one. Yes, We should all be one, not not little groups of people. You're gay. That's it. You're queer, you're gay. That's it. You've got one label. That's yeah. it. There's no other labels. Yeah. And the gender is fluid. That is the one thing I do sometimes think. It's such a shame that it feels like things are becoming fragmented and it's almost like this is our corner, that's yeah. their corner, this is my corner. Well, I think also um, nowadays as well that we've let ourselves down because, I mean, you go to London now, the scene is absolutely crap in London. Or nearly all the best clubs have closed down, everything like that. And they're saying, oh, well, it's equality, we can go to any bar. I'm sorry, we can't. We can't. You go down to Manchester at a weekend, you go down Canal Street, it's full of straights, um, stag nights, hen nights. You can't get into a bar. If you do, fights break out, God knows what else. And they're going, oh, well, it's equality. If I go a mile down that road into a, a straight pub with my boyfriend and start snogging him, I'll get my head kicked in. It's funny you were talking about, we were having this conversation because we had gone out on the Friday and the energy in town was just flipping awesome. It was brilliant. And in fact, there was, it appeared to be primarily queer people that was yeah. out and about. We went out last night and it was very different. Yeah. And, and as much as we saw... Probably a lot of almost like hen parties and straight couples, and it was a very different energy. Do you think that that it can have a negative impact when straight people come into queer spaces? Because if you, like you were just saying, mm. if you go into a straight bar and you're holding your partner's hand, you're kissing, you've got your hand on their ass, it may not end well. No, no. Uh, nine times out of ten, you're going to get the smack somewhere because you're invading their space. 
but it's fine for them to come and invade our space and then say, oh, well, it's equality. You know, it's nothing, there's nothing equal about it at all. Every guy thinks you're, you're wanting to jump them because you're gay. <laughs> you wouldn't even touch them with a bloody barge pole, would you? Yeah. Oh, I'd have to have about 30 litres of vodka before I'd even fucking kiss you, babe. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm no oil painting, but Jesus, you know. Um, <laughs> it's like, who the hell would want to jump you? Not man, woman or beast. Yeah, it's- <laughs> funny because you know straight people want to come into queer spaces but what perhaps they're not appreciating is you don't have the queer community doesn't have as many spaces Mm. as the straight community and it's not that you want to exclude them but when they come in they need to remember the space they're in and be respectful of such that's what i was just about to say respects they don't show respect they come in and they expect to take over and And that's what you've seen and that's your experience yeah. yeah You know, and as I said, like, a lot of places are drying up now. I mean, and I think the gay community as in total are at fault as well because, you know, the Pink Pound used to be very strong in London and, well, all over every city, really. And I go to Grand Canary a lot. I go nearly once a month um, because it's a lovely community there, the Umbo Centre. It's got loads of bars and all that. I've, I've, I've been going there for about 25 or 30 years. And, yes, we do have straight people coming down there. But they have respect for you because they know they're in the gay centre. Uh, they love the shows and all that. And I've made some fantastic friends over there, straight friends, couples, you know, coming in. And that's the thing, it is respect. And they love it as well, mm. you know. The women, they come up and kiss you. Their husbands come up and kiss you, you know, a hug oh, you. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, because they've enjoyed your company. Whereas... Nowadays, if you go anywhere out of London or something, as I said, if you get straight people coming in, they're, mm. they're still... It's like going back to the 80s when AIDS first came out. They take a step back from you because you're contagious or something, you know? I think we had... I mean, there was one uh, friend who had talked about it's almost as though they're coming to a zoo. They're coming into a gay space and it's like they've come, let's go and see they're the wildlife. They've come in for a show to see, you know, what's... Uh, and as I said, you know, I even got told when I was... There used to be a famous bar in London called The Black Cat in Camden. And coming to the later days when it was closing down, that you got more straighties coming in. Yeah. And I was there one night with my boyfriend and I was kissing him. This guy was standing at the bar with his pint and he just went, oh, that's fucking disgusting. And he went, you're in a fucking gay bar, piss off. Yeah. You know? He was going, well, you know, you don't have to do that in public. Oh, it's fine for you to do it in public, mm. but it's not all right for me. Mm. You um, should have that freedom in your space. You should, absolutely. Everyone should be given the freedom, yes. regardless of whether you're white, black, Chinese, whatever, mm. gay, straight. Yeah. It's, everyone should be equal, but unfortunately mm. it's not, and the world has still got a lot to learn. Considering when you think about the time that you came out, yeah. what do you feel has changed most? In my late 20s and all that, everyone knew about gay what they were, you know, and all that. And I think that's down to a lot of people who were sort of martyrs for the cause um, that made people stand up and listen. But now you get these things, you know, like little gangs of, like, teenagers and all that that think it's great to go queer bashing because it's their little badge of honour for that little group, you know. Parents don't actually talk to children anymore. They're not explaining, whereas when you were growing up, when I was growing up, your parents did tell you about things like that. 
You know, there is people out there that are different, you know. Even when I grew up, I mean, I think the first black person I saw was when I came to London. Right, OK. Because I was brought up in the country, in Ireland. And quite frankly, then- I was scared because I've never seen a black person before. You know, and it's the same when I first saw another gay person. When you look at where you were previously, what's getting better? Because I can see a lot of the changes that has happened over the years. You've also seen a lot of changes that have happened. You came out when being gay was illegal. That's really quite something. Mm. And now we've got gay marriage. So it's quite a transition to go from it being illegal to the present day. I love the fact that people can get married now. Mm. I love that, the fact is that you've got and you can get for your other half yes which we never had before mm. you know whereas like you, you saw like people that was a lot older than me and they, they've now passed you know and they had mm. to live in shame and behind closed doors and that you know with their partner mm. for fear of reprisals yes. and all that and then you know I've met so many older guys out in Grand Canaria who's lost their partners and before gay marriage they've lost their partner and they lost their homes, they lost their security and all that because mm. they didn't have that protection, yeah. you know. That is it was, sad. It was their other half's yeah. house yes. and then the family came in because they automatically got the right to have it. You know, and I think that is really, really bad. That's but heartbreaking. Now that is all settled. And I love the fact that um, the race side of it all, you know, the gay community has been fantastic about accepting different diversities mm-hmm. and race and all that, whereas the straight sides haven't. As I said, because I think we're all in the same boat, we don't actually see a different colour or a different sexuality. So, you know, like a lesbian or yeah. something like that. Mm. Although there is a lot of gay men that don't like lesbians for some reason. Mm. Why? I don't know. But it has come a long way, but I, I do fear that it's going backwards again now. Mm. And it's not just here, it's all over the world. Yeah. So, you know, you go to places. I mean, I travel a lot for my, my job. OK. And there used to be a great place in Atlanta... Um, where you used to have a 24-hour club. It was five floors. Each floor wow. was a different genre of music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was used to be brilliant. Mm-hmm. And a new mayor got involved. Unfortunately, he was a happy clapper. Oh, OK. Evangelical Christian. Yes. Yeah. And he just closed everything down and um, banned alcohol in that area, closed all the clubs and everything. And I was just saying, why? You know? They've done you no harm. There was money coming in. And it was packed every night, that bar. You know? Um, But they just closed everything (laughs) down there. And I just think, that shouldn't be allowed. Mm. People shouldn't have that power. You know? It's it's, it's wrong that people have got that power to do that because of their beliefs. Mm. I'm still Christian. Mm. I still believe in my faith. But I don't press it on other people because that's mine. Mm. Not theirs. It's not for me to give you. Mm. If you want it, you take it yourself. Yeah. It's not for me to say what you should and shouldn't do. Because mm. yeah. at the end of the day, you've got one chance at this one. Yes. There's no going back at the end. You can't change it. No, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I, as a black woman, had concerns about, and I, feel, I do feel that this weekend has really changed that, was being accepted as someone of colour within queer spaces, mm. within... Uh, primarily, I can't speak after this weekend, (laughs) primarily white gay male spaces. I will be honest, it has been bloody awesome. I have learned a lot and I realised a lot of the fears and concerns I had were my own and were not actually, I won't say not fact because I know some people will have had those experiences, but my own experience has been incredibly positive this weekend and I think 
in fact, most of the people I've had hugs and kisses off this weekend has been white well gay men. Because you're of a certain age mm. uh, where you probably were faced with a lot of racism growing yes. up as well. Mm. And I think that's where your a lot of your fears come from. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. and then to find out that you're gay as well. Mm. So you're black and you're gay, it's like, oh my God. You know, <laughs> it's... But, those fears can be allayed when you go out in our groups because, as I said, no one actually sees your colour. Mm. You're just one of us. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. You being know. a person, being yes. a... Yeah. Being you yourself. Know, yes, being able to be yourself. Yes. Being recognised, being seen yeah. for who you are because I have got brown skin, mm. but being... You're, you're a person, you're a human yeah, being. Absolutely. We understand your experiences of discrimination and being excluded mm-hmm. um, being accepted is one of the most beautiful things that can happen for a person having acceptance mm. and actually I felt so welcome I think I got hugged and kissed by more white gay men this weekend than any other time in my entire life oh, you want to get yourself done smoking <laughs> there, then, love. <laughs> getting that young yeah, man. <laughs> it has been a really fabulous experience I've I really cannot put it into words and for the first time in a long time I felt like I was part of a community because even though I was born in the UK I don't feel like I belong in the UK even though I don't know anywhere else and I had my own fears about uh, being within the community over the weekend and in fact they have been completely um, put to rest yeah, yeah, mm. put to rest, yeah. you're right, that's it, yeah. yeah, absolutely, it's been an incredible experience. Well, it's onwards and upwards now, then, Oh, isn't it? absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so what, what about you for the future? How do you see your life as a gay man moving forward? Um, I'm just going to just play it, take each day at a time, and as I said now, I'm not actually interested in meeting a partner anymore, mm-hmm. it's like, um, I've been through that, done that, you know, um, <laughs> And I think now, at my age, imagination's better than the real thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh. no, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a free spirit and a crazy, crazy, sort of like, raging alcoholic, really. No, I'm not. <laughs> I love the job, and it's a job where there is a lot of LGBT people working in there. Sorry well. to interrupt you. Do you mind me asking what your job is? I'm what you cabin do? crew. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, so there's... And I love working with the diverse people there and the different ages. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's what keeps me so young, my attitude as well. Because I've seen a lot of my old school friends and that, and they're my age and they got married. And they're old men now. They are old men. (laughs) That's made Tiff laugh. (laughs) It's like, what the hell happened to you? Got these old sneakers from Primark and a bloody card going on, you know. (laughs) The hair's unkept. They've oh my god! It's just like oh dear. But, uh, no, it's um, so your travelling has really yes. kept you young, and you've been able to see so many different people, seen different experiences, and yeah. learnt so much from that. Because I do think when we become enclosed in our own space, you can stop seeing the world around you. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been very blessed actually because um, I can't say the company I work for, but it's a very very large company, and That's I have travelled the world. And that guy that you just saw me with, that uh-huh. was one of my exes. No way! <laughs> and he, he worked for the same company as well. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> oh, that's great. We just met as we came out of the lift. He was like, Jim. I went, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? 
It's marvellous. Wow. Um, what an experience. You've really had quite a journey in your life, haven't you? I have, you? and I thank the company that I work for because it was so... You were allowed to be open. It's hard working somewhere and having to hide... You cannot well, live. You hear, so and many, you hear so many sad stories. Oh, here comes trouble. Don't tell any secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I've already told one. <laughs> oh, dear. That's great. I do love that you have been able to be yourself in your workplace. I feel such empathy for gay men because you go through so many different experiences you're classed as male so you're supposed to be masculine you're supposed to be strong you're supposed to never show emotion you're not allowed to cry you're not allowed to be seen as what they would class what someone would class as weak by yes, showing emotion yeah. and i in my mind that's what causes a lot of problems for men in general, but oh, yeah. gay men in particular, you've still got all, you've got that as well yeah, that you're yeah. having to. You've combat. got extra pressure on you. Mm. You do. You, you have extra pressure because, especially if you've um, been brought up with a very authoritarian. Oh, I don't know, what's the word? Authoritarian. Oh, yeah, that's the word. Sorry. <laughs> We're still learning to speak after the yes, weekend. Um, <laughs> if their parents are a bit like Edwardian or Victorian or something like that, still they've got those attitudes, yes. then it's very, very hard, you know, because you're never going to be accepted by them, you know, wh- however hard you try. Mm. I was very blessed because my family accepted it, and when my mum was dying, I nursed her, and I've got three sisters. She would not let one of them shower her, it had to be me. And my sisters went, that's because she trusts you. You've got, a, you've got a bond there with her Lovely. that's never going to be broken and they go, we oh. can't do anything that's going to better that mm. and she wouldn't let them never let them, none of my sisters where you would have thought, you know, a woman would want another woman and I think also it made me feel great about myself because I knew I was loved by them mm. regardless of being gay, you know and, yeah. which a lot of families don't have that that's true especially in my era they, they were ostracised, they were kicked out, you know the whole family disowned them you know and there's still a lot of older guys my age out there that are still in that same boat where the family's never accepted them you know I feel so much empathy I I want to see the men being able to live their lives as they are who they are if they have a feminine streak let them have that if they have feminine and masculine, let them have that. If they are more masculine, let them have Let people be who they are, because it's the only way you can live like authentically. I'd if you're a young, struggling gay male or mm. female, whatever, if you've got a gay uncle or auntie, something like that, go and speak to them first. There's someone in my family, mm. she's come and spoken to me about it. Her, her family don't know. Okay. But she's spoken to me, she was able to come to me because she says, I know what you've been through and I'm feeling it now. And I was glad that she came to speak because she's so happy in her life now. Perfect. And I just think a lot of young people knew that. Even if there's not one in the family, try and find someone who's got an uncle or an auntie that they can go and have a chat to. That's a good point. And, and allay your fears, you know, that there is life out there, you haven't got to be alone. I really want to thank you for taking the time to speak to me. It's really been a delight. I wanted to speak to somebody that was older as well, and you have been able to do that for me. Thank you so much no, for your time. You. I'm going to leave you in peace because we have I'm come here. Go Give me a sleep. <laughs> oh, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Oh, come on, I will. <laughs> Don't worry.
Thank you. It's been a joy talking to you. All right, lovely Thank, time. You. Thank you. Thank you for joining me here on Talk to Touch. Click the follow button so you will always stay up to date with new episodes every Monday, wherever you listen to your favourite podcast and share it with anyone you think might benefit from these episodes. Thank you.